Welcome to the Fucking Fridays podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Carver. And I'm your co-host, Taylor Carver. Join us as we explore our journey as a couple, navigating through relationship challenges while also evolving individually and as a team. Not only will we be chatting about our relationship, but also hope to entertain you as we navigate through adulthood while trying to keep things spicy. Tune in every Friday and we will be sure to kick off your weekend with a bang. All right. Well, welcome to episode one of fucking Fridays. I am one of your hosts, Sophia Carver. And I am your other host, Taylor Carver. We did the deed on September 23rd. It was the most magical day ever. And I think we should just kind of jump into like how the wedding weekend went. Sure. Um, I was pretty nervous for, I would say, the first month leading into it. Yes, I would say there was a lot of up and down emotions from both of us, but maybe more so on your end. Uh, The last two weeks for me, again, leading up to it were the most nervous as I was excited at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's normal for everybody getting married. It is. And uh, for any of you getting married out there planning a wedding or a marriage, uh, it's okay to be stressed out. It's going to happen. Totally okay. It's totally okay. So we went into wedding weekend. Let's see. I'm trying to think. I had a little freak out about the cake. I wanted like a DIY cake, but Taylor's mom handled it and did an amazing job. (laughs) The Friday welcome party was super fun, but it was raining, you guys. And I was like, oh my God, is it about to rain on our wedding day? But it was just a little drizzle. The welcome party went as planned, honestly, really smoothly. And then Saturday came and Taylor and I stayed together the night before. I know that's a little unconventional, but I feel like that was the best move, don't you think? 100%. Do come from a little bit of traditional backgrounds. You know, we got to cuddle. It made me feel a lot less anxious. And then Taylor got her hair braided the morning of by my hair and makeup lady. And after that, I think you went, did you go get breakfast by yourself or no, you went with I left at 9 a.m., showed up at the hotel. Um, Sophia's father was the first person I actually saw walking into the hotel. And I actually was telling my therapist about this yesterday. It uh, Then the emotions actually started to come. Prior to that, I was pretty chill. The last two days, I was going to finish up on that. I was nervous the first two weeks. And then all of a sudden, once we took that time off, uh, Wednesday through Friday, I was like, let's fucking go. I'm ready to marry this woman. Um, be a part of the family, see my friends, see family that's traveled from across. Um, But anyway, I saw your dad. He was the first person I saw when I walked into the hotel. And he was fully suited, by the way. Oh, yeah. And everything went pretty smoothly the day of. The only thing I will say is Miss Taylor made the schedule and was going to be at the coach house to do our first look. And she was an hour late. What Not happened? by choice. Um, Obviously. I am type A, love to plan things by the book. That's just me. So yes, I created the schedule. I actually reached out to the wedding day of coordinator and said, hey, does this look good? Even though this is your job. And uh, it looked great. So why was I late? Because I was having a baller time with your brothers and mine. <laughs> I taking- think they were doing a photo shoot. 
photo shoot, fireball shots, matching sunglasses, getting um, Nick, Luke, Charlie, James all pumped up. They were our flower boy and ring bears. So, you know, when you're having fun, you uh, lose track of time. I do know that. So <laughs> that was the honestly really the only hiccup and it wasn't even a big deal. I was just so nervous. I was so nervous. I couldn't handle it. But then we did our first look. Uh, I'm going to pause real quick. Um, Sophie and I made an agreement, as you all should, do not text on your wedding day. Yeah. Um, we had been with each other, as she mentioned, the night before. We woke up to each other. It was great. And then all of a sudden, I get a text at uh, 2 p.m. Where are you? You're supposed to be here for the first <laughs> look. And then all hell broke loose. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just drank more Vuv at that point. Um, oh, that sounds great. So then we did the first look and that was just so special. We kind of did it like on the pond. And after we did the first look, I felt ready to party. All my nerves, honestly, babe, were like gone. Same. I was sitting facing the pond waiting for that tap to come from Sophia. And sure enough, she did. And I have proof of a photo that I had the biggest cheese. You could see every canine <laughs> in my mouth of how beautiful I love you your, I love, Yeah, I love that smile. I agree. My my nerves totally went away. Um, and it, I was just like, this is freaking awesome. It was awesome just because our party got along really well. And after the first look, it was basically go time. We did the um, bridesmaids and bridesmen and groomsmen photos right away so we didn't have to do it after the ceremony then we headed up to the bridal suite that was right by the venue and this is kind of unconventional too but it was basically me and all my girls you and all your guys our parents and we were just still taking more shots right before the ceremony some of the plus ones aunts and uncles uh yes it was friends friends that weren't in my wedding friends that were in Sophia's wedding that I mean it wasn't that many people I wanted to make sure I was a surprise to some people but that those memories are like I wish we would have the photographer in there because if he could have fit, but yeah. Yeah. So literally like a whole hour up, our ceremony was at five, a whole hour up until five. We were just getting after it, getting ready to go. Five o'clock, five o'clock came around um, and Taylor's best friend from high school was our officiant. She did a really great job. None of us showed our vows to each other and we didn't even see her speech for the wedding ceremony. And our vows and her speech literally all had the same like keywords and story but written in a different way and spoken in a different way and it couldn't have gone smoother yeah something that i talked to uh brooke about recently a few days ago how cohesive it was um you know you want your ceremony and your speeches to be as authentic as they can which they were very organic and just looking back watching how we all tied in how we met, where we came from, what a struggle our relationship has been, the barriers we've overcame. Um, it was perfect. Couldn't ask for it was. a better day. It was. Ceremony goes, we take pictures. I know everybody says this, but your wedding day really goes by so, so, so quick. And I remember taking pictures after and being like, okay, like, I'm ready to get down to the reception area and like have a drink. Like I was dying for a dirty martini and we get down there and we see the Carver sign lit up and it literally looked like a dream to me. Yeah, right where the the Carver sign was placed 
uh, right behind the mountains with the sunset. Um, and it was just another beautiful view, perfect sunset, sherbet colors, and then everybody's just sitting waiting. Lorimar Winery did a really great job. Shout out to all our vendors. They're tagged on our Instagram. It looked like a dream. And right when we got down there, they gave you a drink. They gave me a drink. Our party started walking out. Taylor and I walked out to Yummy. Justin Bieber. Hello. Of course. <laughs> and then we went into our first dance, which we honestly did 12 weeks of dance lessons to do, which we'll talk about in another episode. That was super awesome. And then the night started. And again, it really couldn't have gone any better. The kids had fun. The older people had fun. Our friends had fun. Even the venue was like, we've never seen like all ages of a wedding mesh mesh and get together. So we purposely booked this venue until midnight due to the fact that we knew it was going to be a very quick and fun mm -hmm. time. Um, we love to party. We love to dance. As Sophia mentioned, no matter how old or young you are, we're really good at bringing people together. We thrive off of positive energy. Yep. And we were just really excited to see our families, our friends come together as one. And that's truly how I felt that night. Me too. Um, I had not met a lot of uh, Sophia's family for the first time and or seen some of my family in a really long time and friends. So again, seeing them all come together was magical. Yeah, it was great. We did have a cigar roller show up around 830. I will warn everybody if you ever want to have a cigar roller prepared for people to get fucked up. <laughs> 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 and if you are the one getting married, just know your photographers will ask you to take a lot of photos to get the smoke in the background, which also means you and your bride or you and your groom will be smoking a whole entire cigar in less than five minutes with a yes. massive head buzz. Yes. I did not get sick. I'm shocked we didn't get sick. Um, all I can remember as I'm looking back on the photos reflecting how did I not get sick? I don't know. It must have been the adrenaline because trust me, there I were, trumped it. There were very there were a lot of people that did get sick. My best friend was like, I had to take my husband home because after the cigar, it was wild. And yeah, they would be like, puff, 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 blow the smoke photo. <laughs> yeah, that, we didn't get the smoke in that one. Take another puff. I mean, literally within five minutes, the cigar was down. Uh, it was the vanilla roll. I will say I asked them for a more mild one, mm. knowing that we had yeah. to smoke it in a certain amount of time. But babe, you being more of the feminine one, I totally took that to the head. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did a couple, but no, you definitely chiefed most chief in a cigar gripping Sophia with one hand getting the cool like one-handed dip shot and just yeah head rush. we got the shot hey it's also funny because Taylor and I the whole time we were ready and planning we we're like we're not gonna have an after party we're not gonna have an after party because the after party was already the after party, the party which was 10 to 12 midnight like we don't need an after party we did order McDonald's to get delivered at 11 30 i didn't get one damn mcdouble i will say i'm salty about that some people are double fisting babe okay yeah i guess it was for the guests anyway lo and behold i get on the dj mic and say after party at where we're staying we like uh rented an airbnb where we had the welcome party on the property and i don't think i can remember one thing from the after party i remember somebody passing out on the couch and that's the cigars <laughs> my brother passed Those out are the cigars yeah i uh i do remember i was pretty 
lit, if you will, <laughs> litty titty kitty. We did the limbo, right? That was a hit about 1030, 10, 1030. And then all of a sudden 11 comes, McDonald's is ordered. And then it's like, okay, we're starting to wrap it up. And I wasn't depressed. That's that's a I'm trying to figure out the word I just my body I felt like I felt it change yeah and I felt at that moment I was like this can't end what can I do to preserve this time with our friends and family I remember I looked at my mom and I was like I've barely seen you I I need I I, like what's going on and then Sophia and I looked at each other and she goes we have to have an after party (laughs) so Sophia hops on the mic from the DJ and uh, sure enough, we had an after party at the yeah. at the coach house at the Airbnb yeah. until about what three a.m. As I say, we didn't go to bed till like three or four a.m. People were passing out there, which was fine. It w- it had like a it was like a five bedroom place, um, but yeah, it was a blast. We were so hungover the next day, and our flight to our honeymoon to Bora Bora wasn't until like midnight in L.A. And the whole day was just like dragging, but reminiscing being sad that it's over say my adrenaline took over as well that night after i knew the after party was coming back around Mm -hmm. um one of my best guy friends and i were just taking shot after shot after shot of whiskey and maker's mark maker's mark and i if you know me and now you know i am not a whiskey drinker i'm a lightweight three drinks and i'm toast friends and uh truthfully don't remember how well those went down but i was i was handling it yeah i mean none of us we didn't get sick which i'm shocked again very shocked so we go to our honeymoon and i have nothing but good things to say about bora bora it's everything you think it would be it was relaxing it was romantic the food was good. All the wine was like French wine. So like that was awesome. No hangovers when you drink French wine. No hangovers. We got massages. We did excursions. All the good stuff. And now we are back as a married couple and trying to plan um, our next move as our life. And one of the things we really wanted to do was start this podcast. And the reason why we are calling this fucking Fridays is because... Taylor and I, you know, for a really long time struggled in our relationship, I would say, going back and forth. Um, We did end up going to therapy before we got married for about a a year or two years. About two years. I uh, go to, I have my own personal therapist. Yeah. And then Sophia and I did uh, join couples therapy as well. So we both did separate therapy, decided to do couples therapy. This was well before we were even engaged. And just to be quite honest, you know, our relationship started off really hot and fast and everything was great. And a couple things happened along the way that we will get into uh, later on this season in the podcast. And there was just a point in time where we were like, we need to start going to couples therapy. And it really changed the game. I will say uh, for therapy, a lot of people assume or think that if you go to therapy, there's something wrong with you. Uh, and I will say that is a negative uh, notation that comes with that. I do come from a mental health therapist background. And myself being a therapist, I was like, how can I be a licensed practice therapist and go to therapy? So even I had that image yeah. of myself and I was able to reframe my mindset and get out of it. And, you know, a lot of people think you can or cannot maybe save your relationship with therapy. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely worth a try. 
And uh, good therapists are not covered by insurance and will be out of pocket. And it was the best damn money I've ever spent out of pocket. Yeah, I agree. And I know some people have views like, oh, why? If you go to therapy before you're even engaged or married, like that's already uh, a red flag. And you know what? I'm sure there's some situations where that happens. But whether you go to couples therapy or individual therapy, you are going to become a better person. Yeah. So to get to the chase, we did have some intimacy issues at one point while we were going to couples therapy. And our therapist was like, I know this doesn't like sound sexy, but you guys need to have scheduled sex. Yeah, I met with my therapist on a Monday. Hey, we're, we're you know, what's going on? We're struggling with sex, you know, maybe not even once a week. Like, what do you mean? How, how do we fix this? And uh, he said one thing he recommends to his clients is to schedule sex. And I looked at him with a blank face and I I had no words for for my therapist. And he kind of chuckled and was like, no, I'm I'm being serious. That's what led Sophia and I to put a spin on fucking Fridays. Yeah. Uh, we came up with Friday. We both love Fridays, um, right? Love happy hour, mm-hmm. love dinner, love payday, love a good payday. And uh, so we decided that Fridays would be the day that we schedule sex. And uh, Sophia, if, if you agree, um, we made sure that we didn't give a timeline on how long sex needed to be scheduled. Um, it was just by a certain time, uh, 9 p.m., or we would reevaluate the sex if we decided to do happy hour or do something else that day that we made sure we 100% got in our sex before midnight. Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of nice, especially having those issues for a little while, that knowing that, okay, it's Friday, like, when is it going to happen? And it also, I feel like, relieved the pressure of, like, you feeling like you had to make the move or I make the move. Or when we first started doing it, like, I'm not going to lie, it would be like, okay, let's both kind of start making the move. But once you start doing it every Friday, it would just get easier. And now, you know, it doesn't really matter who initiates. Now we have sex any day of the week. We find ourselves laughing during sex, exploring a lot more because now we feel more comfortable. And I truly don't think we would have been able to get here and feel as comfortable as we do without fucking Fridays. Yeah, without (laughs) that suggestion from our therapists. So, Um, We want to share all our little tips and tricks that we've gotten from therapy with you guys. Part of this podcast is going to be, you know, how we've grown and how we continue to grow. But we also want this to be a very lighthearted podcast, something that you look forward to listening to on Fridays um, that you can just enjoy and maybe get a laugh or two or or at least get your brain thinking about certain things. Who is it in a good mood on Friday? The weekend's coming. Happy hour's coming. You get paid on Fridays. And like Taylor mentioned, we started doing that every Friday. Sometimes it'd be in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, sometimes at night. And once we finally got more comfortable and, of course, worked on our other issues with our therapists and as a couple outside of therapy, now the sex can come any day. It could be a Monday. We are back on track with the intimacy, which I'm very happy about. Yes. And uh, keep in mind, intimacy does not just mean literally having sex. Um, One thing we learned as well through therapy is just by cuddling, um, grabbing your partner's hand, uh, grabbing their shoulder in a gentle way is also a form of intimacy, kissing their forehead, kissing their cheek. You know, a lot of us get 
wrapped up in the thought of intimacy means fucking only or sorry having sex Mm -hmm. um you know a nice little butt grab a nice little toe suck i don't know anything (laughs) (laughs) intimacy can be expressed in so many ways and when you think about it it makes sense but in those moments you know our human brains survival of the fittest don't really think of of little touches being considered as intimacy yeah yeah holding hands yeah or especially you know if you're in a rough patch in your relationship and you guys feel like you're not communicating as well as you used to or could be like it, it could just go all different ways so why we're doing this podcast is we want to give some insight to how we got here because again it's been a really long journey for us and I think we have a lot of good nuggets of information and as well as I know we have a lot of things to learn, especially as a newly married couple. And I just want to be able to share that with everyone that who wants to listen into. So and before we end this podcast, we do have an announcement. We haven't announced it to too many people yet. But Taylor and I are moving to Arizona. Yes, as a married couple, um, we've been brainstorming about moving and we feel that this is the best opportunity for us during this time Mm -hmm. to move to Arizona, which we will get into as Sophia mentioned a little bit down the road. Yeah. We have lots of feelings about the move and I know this is just the next chapter for us, but we have lots of pros and cons in moving and we'd love to share them with you guys in the upcoming episodes. All our San Diego people, we will miss you, but I promise we will be back hopefully soon. And we're going to be visiting a lot too. This podcast is for singles, is for couples. If you're taken or not taken, if you're gay or straight, we're going to be releasing episodes every Friday. And we also want this podcast to not only help, you know, and maybe open your minds, but we want it to be something fun that you could listen to on a Friday. And you look forward to that you look forward to because who doesn't look forward to fucking on a Friday? for those of you that work four tens, it could be a thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. I love that. If you work Saturdays and maybe Saturday is the end of your week, it's sexy Saturday. Sucking Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Titty Tuesday. Wet Wednesday. Oh, gosh. And it also doesn't have to be all sexual for a recap. You know, we're not trying to make this sexual, but uh, I'll speak for myself. I was very felt very weird and indifferent uh, speaking about sex, I would say, two Mm -hmm. to three years ago. Um, Not trying to put myself out there, but I'm just so comfortable with it. Um, and I, I think this is great. I'm excited to share, share more with you guys. Share more with you all. Yeah. So stick around and we hope you're getting some tonight. Peace. Peace.